Hello and welcome to episode number 64 of the Hobbies and Happies podcast, where we talk all about the hobby that makes us happy, tabletop gaming. I'm one of your host, Dan. And I'm Jim. And today, we're going to have a nice little chat with the living card gamer. All right, so today, on today's episode, we are talking with uh, Nelson Oliver, the living card gamer but before we get into our chat we need to talk about our sponsor audible.com if you head over to our affiliate link www.audibletrial.com forward slash hobbies and happiness you can head over to our uh check out our link audible (laughs) that that one (laughs) if you if you follow that link you can sign up for a free 30-day trial of amazon's audible you can sign up for your free 30-day trial and when you sign up you get a free audiobook that's right a free Mm -hmm. audiobook um and you know what last week we talked about gary vaynerchuk yes last week the the book that i talked about was crush it if you guys if you have not signed up for your free 30-day trial what are you doing you need to go sign up for it and get your copy i'm telling you get your copy of crush it you need to go pick it up it's free it's not going to cost you anything but you definitely should should check out gary vaynerchuk's book called crush it if you are a solo uh if you're an entrepreneur a solo content creator or even just any content creator guys this book will give you that push you need to just be that inspiration that honestly like if you if you know anything about gary vaynerchuk just listening, listening to his to him talk talk about his book, phenomenal. It's definitely what you need. So go sign up again. That that link down in the description below, www.audibletrial.com forward slash hobbies and happiness. Sign up for your free 30-day trial of Amazon today and get your copy of Gary Vaynerchuk's book, Crush It. Do it, do it now. All Just right. do it. <laughs> do it. Do it. <laughs> So, all right. So today on the podcast, we um, we're talking with Nelson, um, also known as the Living Card Gamer. And you know what? We had a very, very great conversation. And you know what? Without any further ado, I'm just going to get out of the way and then let's get right into the conversation right now. All right. And we are joined today on the podcast by uh, the Living Card Gamer himself, Nelson Oliver. Nelson, how are you? How are you doing today, my friend? I'm doing fantastic. How are you all? Oh, you know, it's just one of those days, man. It is. It, it is just one of those days. So um, it's a Monday, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I had my day off today. Yeah. So, uh, I don't yeah, understand. Jim, yeah, Jim's yet. like, I don't know what you guys are talking about, dude. <laughs> so, so, um, so we've been we've been meaning to get Nelson on the podcast for 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 weeks, literal weeks. Am, am, am I am I correct in this, Nelson? Yeah, and it was not. It, it, I had a uh, a pretty big hand in not being able to be on for a couple of weeks, yeah. so I, I will take some of the blame. <laughs> yeah, so um, we've been wanting to get Nelson on for a while to talk, uh, not just about Marvel Champions and living card games, but just, mm. but, you know, card games in general. So um, we're just we're just going to get started by by talking about, you know, his, his namesake, living card games. So Nelson, the first thing I want to ask you is, um, you know, when, when, how and when did you get started into living card games? Okay, so that's a that's a fun story. So it was I think March of 2021 was the was when I first played or opened Marvel Champions, and so that kind of started the rabbit hole. Um, 
been playing Marvel Champions. I started playing all of that. And then I started streaming. So I was talking about it. I have a podcast and I was talking about it on the podcast way too much for it to be not a specific, <laughs> not a specific Marvel Champions <laughs> yeah. or Living Card Games podcast. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I'm going to branch off. I'm going to start doing this. And I started streaming with D20 Woodworking and then I was like, you know what, let's just dive in. Let's just try this. And at, around that point, I had bought into Lord of the Rings, the living card game. Mm -hmm. And that was before they announced all the repackaging and everything. So mm -hmm. I was hunting around on eBay yeah. trying yeah. to find all the packages because I'm like, if I don't buy it now, I'm never going to get it. And it turns out that was just absolutely not true because yeah. they're just <laughs> sending it out to everyone again. that was a lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, and then, so I think that was around August, October, uh, September, October timeframe mm -hmm. of last year. And then I started the channel all about living card games. I do the streaming and then it was probably a couple of months thereafter I got into Arkham Horror. And so those are the three main LCGs that I am uh, playing today. Okay. So, so you got started by playing Marvel champions then, correct? Yeah. yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Which is, which is interesting because Marvel champions is, is like the most recent living yeah. card game from mm -hmm. FFG. So like I, I feel like I feel like Nelson's story is like a a very a a very atypical but like FFG probably probably looks at you and like yes <laughs> yes this is exactly yeah. what we want <laughs> yep it all started with you know buying that course said now I have a thousand dollars thousands of dollars worth of cards in my closet so yeah. <laughs> FFG yeah. I, I I'm a patron of FFG yeah. <laughs> So, um, so, all right. So, so you've kind of been playing, uh, Marvel champions from the beginning then, correct? Roughly? No. So I think it started, I think it came out in 2019 and yeah. so I, I jumped in. Yeah. So uh, when you, but. when you jumped in there, there, there was, I mean, there were a few expansions out, out at that point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so it was right before galaxy's most wanted. Okay. Released. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. right. That's right. So, mm -hmm. so, so when you, so you bought the course at first, right. Mm -hmm. And yep. then like, did you just immediately like buy everything to, to date at that point? <laughs> it, it was kind of pretty yeah. much. Yes. So, <laughs> so what happened is I bought the course set and I played through with Rhino, with every single hero and different aspect combinations. I'm mm -hmm. like, okay, I like this. And so I went back to my FLGS and I was like, I'm going to pick out the next hero. I think it was Black Widow. I, I don't know why I picked Black Widow. I was like, hey, I just Black bought Widow's her. Black Widow's fun, dude. Yeah. Black Widow's she does seem really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Black Widow's awesome. Black Widow yeah. is a fantastic hero. Yeah. And I just ended up going back pretty much like every day or every other day to my FLGS and just picked up a different like expansion pack. And then I picked up Rise of Red Skull and it just ended up like, I acquired it very quickly. <laughs> okay, so you just said something, and and I kind and I kind of want to ask you about it. Here. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. nothing to do with Marvel Champions, but you just said FLGS, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Explain what what is FLGS? What does that F mean? Other than wrong, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> FLGS is the friendly local gaming store. Okay, so. We've all like I've always just said LGS. Yep. Yeah. And and so I, I and I've seen online people say FLGS, right? They're not be because ours aren't friendly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> FLGSs and LGSs are two different things. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a square rectangle thing. It's <laughs> I get you. I get you. <laughs> yeah, mine, but was I, very, mine is very much an FLGS. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is great. It's I just I think the first time I saw the term FLGS was just like online. I'm like reading through it, yeah, uh, through yeah, yeah. post something. I'm like, who says FLGS? I'm like, this is weird. It's just, <laughs> but tomato, wrong. tomato. You know? <laughs> yeah, right. So oh, that's um, great. So, um, so okay. So what what drew you? Like, why did you pick up Marvel Champions? Like, why why did you initially get in? So I initially got in. I bought it kind of off the theme and off the recommendation that it was kind of a better legendary. And so I mm. played a lot of Marvel legendary through college and kind of post college and then kind of drifted away from that. Once I kind of expanded into different board games mm. and I had Marvel champions probably on my shelf shrink rat for about six months before I opened it up. Really? Which is, which yeah, no. And that's not uncommon for me. I have <laughs> way too many games still on, Dan, shrink on my Dan. shelf. Who doesn't though? Like who yeah. doesn't? And that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> and it, it just got to one of these and it was kind of like we were mid end middle i don't know where we are at in the pandemic at this yeah. point yeah right right <laughs> but right. it was i hadn't done any solo gaming my wife mm -hmm. travels a lot for work and so i was just kind of like hanging out and i was like you know what i've heard that marvel champions can be a solo game i'm gonna try solo gaming and mm -hmm. here we are so so okay so so you mentioned that you had heard that Champions was like a quote better Marvel Legendary. Yeah, so, which I think is a horrible explanation. Okay. Oh yeah. Because I, I was just <laughs> gonna say like, what what do you think of that? Um, like that statement in and of itself, like whether or not it's right or wrong, like they're very they're two very different games. Yeah, yeah. The fact that they have cards and it's Marvel is yeah. pretty much where the similarities <laughs> stop. Yeah. But right, right, yeah. right. Yeah, so I, I like Marvel Champions a lot more. I do enjoy deck builders, and so I mm -hmm. think of deck builders as you're creating the deck during the actual gameplay, and like a living card game is, or a deck creation game is where you're building the deck pre-putting it on yeah. the table and actually starting the game. Right. And I like both of those. I think that there probably are better deck builders out there than Marvel Legendary, um, but I do really enjoy the theme of Marvel, and so I have never really gotten into physical magic cards i've never really gotten into a lot of the physical tcgs or ccgs just because my self-restraint kind of would not allow me to do so <laughs> like i knew if i started i would not stop and so it'd be like that and that's that, that that's how it is man yep, yep. please help me yeah. please <laughs> But and it's so the a lot LCG of fun. model just it's kind a of, lot of fun though. I will say. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But the LCG model just kind of like really like kind of helped me with that. Like, mm -hmm. okay, I don't have to buy nine of these packs. And that helped me kind of get into it. And honestly, that's kind of why I started with Marvel Champions over Lord of the Rings and Arkham. Because like Lord of the Rings, I probably enjoy the IP more, but at the time you had to buy three core sets. And I was like, I don't want to do that. Yeah, yeah. If, it's if like the want, same price, but I don't want to do it. you wanted to have, like, <laughs> complete play sets. Right. Or have the right. cards for multiple yeah. people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I think and I think they're trying to – I think they've tried to fix that with the mm -hmm. revised edition, I think. Yeah. Um, yep. But but still. Um, so, okay. So, Marvel Champions, your first LCG. Is it your favorite LCG? Yes. And it's actually not my first LCG. Okay, but, it's not your first LCG. Yeah, okay. so my first LCG was Summoner Wars by Plat Hat Games. 
Oh, okay. Oh, so, oh. so, so, okay. So, so do you technically not an LCG because it's yeah. a living so that, so, trademark term? Yeah. But. Yeah. So, well, okay. And, and we, we've, cause so we, we've talked about, we've talked about these terms on the podcast mm. plenty of times before. Like you've got your term, you've got LCGs, you have TCGs, CCGs. Now at its heart, they're all really expandable <laughs> card games. Yes. Right. Yeah. For the most part, they are expandable card games. The difference, yep. the difference I think is how you acquire and expand your card pool. Basically, okay. So Summoner Wars, it's basically like an LCG. Okay, it's just, you buy a pack or you buy a box, and you have all of the cards in that block per se. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. So, um, and that's why, like, all of them, I typically classify just them as ECGs. They're expandable card games, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Have so so have you played a versus two player card game versus two I've PCG? Not, no. Okay. No. So have you heard of it? Yes. Okay. So again, another Marvel themed game. Okay, with with other licenses as well, mm -hmm. um, and they've actually are bringing in new licenses this year with uh, Mortal Kombat and the Boys. Mm -hmm. Very very cool. Very cool. However, however, um, when when they announced this game, okay, they announced it at Gen Con. Okay, what they did is they called it Versus Living Card Game. Hmm. They had it on. Uh -oh. On on banners and everything, living card game. What they had to do, they had to tear down all of the <laughs> signage because it said living card yeah. game and it's a trademark term. Yeah. Right, kind of like if you wrote down tapped or anything, you know, with mm -hmm. wizards and magic, <laughs> right? So they had to tear down all their signage and they just wrote on, I think they wrote on like a, a piece of paper versus <laughs> two PCG. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> so that's where that name came from. I mean, they're still, they're still, it, the game is still around. It's still doing yeah. well. Like they just had a big tournament at Gen Con. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I just think it's hilarious, right? <laughs> it's just it's it's you know when money's involved, crazy mm -hmm. things happen all of the time. Mm -hmm. All of the time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So okay. So do you still play Summoner Wars? Uh, I not as much as I used to, which. I don't know if I could get back to as much as I used to because they used to have a fantastic app that I would run. Mm -hmm. All the time, mm -hmm. but they just put out the second edition. So Plat had joined Asmodee. They kind of bought themselves yep. back out yep. and they put out the second edition of Summoner mm -hmm. Wars. And I did buy into the the web based yeah. app that they right. have out there. And I've played a couple of games. Um, it's, it's just hard because so many of the strategies that were in first edition mm -hmm. don't necessarily roll over to second edition. Right. They've kind of fixed right. a couple of rules. Yeah. And I just haven't. I've dedicated my time elsewhere. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> right. So, <clears throat> okay. So Summoner Wars was your first LCG, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then how how soon after you started playing Summoner Wars did Marvel Champions come along? So I probably quit Summoner Wars around 2017. Oh, okay. So, oh, wow. Yeah, it was, it was a while. Um, and then started Marvel Champions in 2021, but... Between there is kind of when I started growing in all the other types of board games. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. So would you classify yourself as a card gamer or would you classify yourself as a board gamer? Very much a board gamer, actually. Very much a board yeah. gamer? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, and like, this is something that like we've had, we've had quite a few discussions about, you know, because like, I kind of think that, I think there is a, a not, and, and often not talked about you know, divide and stigma between mm -hmm. board gamers and card gamers. Yeah. And like, I don't like that. Like, like it's, 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 it's something that we 
I feel like it's something that both board game players and card game players subconsciously put up as a divide between themselves, being like, "No, mm-hmm. I'm well, I'm a card game player. Well, I'm a board game player." Like, at, I I think at at its heart, at the heart, we're all tabletop players, right? Mm-hmm. It's just the it's just the things that we kind of gravitate towards mm-hmm. just tend to differ slightly. Yeah. So, which is which I find very very interesting. Like in in your case, Nelson, where you're saying like you would classify yourself as a board gamer, but we're talking about like LCGs and we're talking all about like card games, <laughs> cards, yep. right? So yep. so I kind of want to ask you about that, like yeah. Um. So like, I think I think that's interesting. Like how how would you kind of why do you think that is? I sh- I should say. <laughs> Why? Why do you think there's a divider? Why do you think well, I classify myself as a board gamer? Uh, bo- both questions. Mm. Both, both questions. questions. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but, but, so we'll but, start. But why do? You, but let's let's start with why do you? Why do you classify? Why would you classify yourself as a board gamer and not a card gamer? Mm-hmm. So I think the majority of my time is spent playing board games, okay. and the most of the fulfillment that I get out of interaction with people is through board games, right? Mm -hmm. The majority of the time I'm playing these card games is solo. And so that's kind of just been an evolution from the Marvel champions. And then I enjoyed it and I got into streaming and just Mm -hmm. have loved that. But I mean, I spend a lot of time playing board games. I have multiple different other outlets that I promote and content create in the board game space. And so with all of that, I, just kind of always think of myself as a sure, board gamer sure and like i don't know if i need to reevaluate that, <laughs> that but, <laughs> but it's no, just kind no, of been no, no, my identity no. since like 2011 or so sure 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 i just i i just find it interesting that like somebody like yourself like how did you get um so w- where was the pull for you t- towards uh like marvel champions and these living card games so I I really enjoy the out of game experience for these LCGs and any card game. And I think okay. that's kind of where a lot of the divide comes in, mm-hmm. where not necessarily divide between board gamers and card gamers, but between mm-hmm. board games and card games. Right. I think. Okay. Uh, there are some board games that allow you to have this kind of like mental exercise of trying to figure out what to do before and outside of playing the game. Whereas a lot of board games are the experience is self-contained on the table, mm-hmm. right? So if I sit down and I pull out Spirit Island or Pipeline or mm-hmm. Great Western Trail over here, mm-hmm. I am not thinking about those games 24-7. And there are players that do that. Those are probably way better players than I am. <laughs> but <laughs> but like when I sit down and I play that game, that's kind of the self-contained experience of playing mm-hmm. that game. Whereas the card games are, I am always trying to think and like, ooh, Oh, that would be a cool combination, right? And you see this in Magic. You see this in uh, any of the LCGs. You probably see this in a lot of the other kind of more um, strategic and uh, competitive type board games mm-hmm. that like maybe like uh, Diplomacy or some some of those that are played at these high um levels Mm -hmm. that they're thinking about it outside of the games and i think Mm -hmm. it kind of like i've heard the term thrown around like lifestyle game and i think that's probably uh kind of the more interesting uh category for me is like the board games or the lifestyle games like do you dedicate all of your time to a number of specific games maybe that's one to five and that's pretty much all you think about and all you play or are you out here and you like to look at all of the types of games that you can play because i have friends that 
they they only want to play one game and that's mm-hmm. all they want to think about and yeah. they don't like board games mm-hmm. but they like like HeroScape and it's like they they spend and dedicate as much time as I spend playing board games on that one game and now they're very very excellent players but I think it's just kind of fun to kind of see that mm-hmm. divide and that's kind of where I think of the the divide as being is like is it a self-contained game or is it going to be kind of taking over other aspects of your life. <laughs> yeah. So so what what so I think what you kind of just explained sounds a little bit to me like we're we're starting to talk about metagames. Mm. Yeah. What you you know what I mean? Like yeah. when when I sit when you sit down at a board game, you just want to be able to think about that self-contained time and space and the time that you're spending right then and there. Yep. I don't even have I don't have to think about the game at all other than I don't have to think about it before. I don't got to think about it after. I just got to be thinking about it in the in here the and now, in the moment, yeah. and and sharing that experience with the people at the table, right? Yep. I feel like competitive competitive card games are very much not that way. Mm-hmm. Like there's always <laughs> going to be a metagame, right? Yep. Yep. So you have to think about it. Like you got to prepare. Like I've played in a couple of tournaments recently, and leading up to those tournaments, you better believe I had to prepare. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. oh, boy. Oh, that's not cool. <laughs> that is definitely not cool. Like, we that is uh, what happened there. Zoom did take away the time limit for two player or two. Yeah, parties. that's why I'm like, that's why I'm so yeah. confused. They did that recently. Yeah, I'm like, you sh- you're not supposed to show me a timer. I'm like, what in the world? <laughs> <clears throat> you just have All to right. talk fast. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or we can yeah. hop out and hop back in. Yeah, if you use the same link, it actually works. All right, yeah, I, th- I think we're fine. Um, cool. All right, so talking about metagame. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, my tournaments, sure. Um, so, yeah, like I, I've been I, – I had to prepare for the tournaments, and like I, I couldn't just wake up the day of the tournament like, all right, guys, I'm going to go. I'm going to go play all the right. tournament and, <laughs> and do well. No, <laughs> I had to prepare. But And, and, and that's – and I think like – have you heard of the World Series of Board Gaming? That's no, a actually. relatively relatively recent – thing that is going on now i think this is something that like just started within like the last year right mm-hmm. i mean they've got they've got content creators who are going to come and like play in this game in, in these <laughs> games and like it's 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 very interesting so like i'm intrigued because i'm like i like competition especially mm-hmm. when it comes to uh card games board games right yep. more so card games right th- than board games right but I, I'm very interested because, you know, we've, we talk so much about metagames, right? Mm-hmm. That's why I'm like, interested to see, like, what's going to happen at like, an event like this <laughs> to where, like, you're sitting down to play Catan or there's there's a lot of different games that, like, they're, they're going to feature there. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how are these games going to play out when there really is no set <laughs> meta, you know? Like, it's yeah. – because it, that's just how my mind thinks, like, as – uh, again, as a self-proclaimed card gamer, right? Like that's just—it's how I think. Like I think in terms of meta games, right? Mm-hmm. And and the play styles of the other people at the table, right? Mm-hmm. So it's just—it's something that I that that always kind uh, kind of fascinates me. So you know, I think it's cool. Like you as a board game player, but you still enjoy living card games, like. Mm-hmm. It's I, I think I think that's great. And like I'm sure that there are people who classify themselves or would classify themselves as, as card gamers, uh, card game players, and then still, you know, play a lot of board games or maybe more board games yeah. than than card games, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. 
Oh, yeah. So, um, so I don't think I could ever consider myself as a board game player. I, I know, same. Like I play a lot of. Board I'm like games. I've been doing this stuff since the '90s. So like, yeah, like uh, yeah, Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, yeah. Magic, like just all of them. Like that's yeah. that's just like it's kind of like been our lives, yeah. right? Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. So um, okay, so <clears throat> so your your favorite LCG you would say is Marvel Champions. I would, yes. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have a favorite hero? I do. So my my current favorite hero, I haven't reevaluated in a while, is Quicksilver. Okay. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Why is it Quicksilver? So it's Quicksilver because Quicksilver is what led me to understand and know that protection, the green aspect, is actually a viable aspect. Absolutely, so. <laughs> it is. <laughs> and <laughs> Quicksilver's great, though. All right. Are we Quicksilver saying for like great. solo play? Or yes, are we, for solo okay. play. For solo okay. play, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so. Now, I, now, hang on. When you do yeah, solo yeah. play, do you do true solo or do you do solo double, double-handed, like two-handed? True solo. Multi- true solo, perfect. Yep. Awesome. Yep. I love that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and, and protection is my favorite aspect now. Cool. And what I like about Quicksilver is, what I like about all the heroes actually in Marvel Champions is that I think the designers did such a fantastic job of making their hero kit and their abilities embody like their superpowers. Like I think mm-hmm. that that theme really comes across in the game. But uh, Quicksilver, if you have not played him, anytime you use a basic power, he gets to ready once per round or per phase actually. And so one of the biggest downsides to playing the protection aspect is you're exhausted if you're defending if you're you're playing protection you're probably defending in the villain phase and so you're exhausted going into your hero phase and that just the opportunity cost of defending in marvel champions is really high Mm -hmm. and quicksilver being able to ready reduces that and you actually are able to be ready and going into your hero phase and so now there are a lot of cards that help you get ready and everything which makes quicksilver way more fun too but the just having him on the table and opening my eyes to kind of seeing how protection can work is why he's my favorite. Mm. Very, very cool. That's um, going to be my next character I play. Dude, Quicksilver, Quicksilver, <laughs> he's legit, awesome, man. Quick, Quicksilver yeah. is, is a lot of fun. Um, okay, I, 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 I just want to ask you now. Yeah. Okay, um, what do you think of Wolverine? Wolverine, I'm very interested <laughs> i'm very interested um <laughs> jim, okay jim, jim's gonna tell you what he thinks go ahead jim. okay i'm this ready to hear sucks. <laughs> he sucks he sucks i hate him why I hate him. so so like i think what you were just talking about they tend to do a really good job of embodying what these heroes are i don't mm-hmm. think his claws do that yeah, yeah. to where he takes damage He's not like really injuring himself to do more stuff. It's yeah. someone else is attacking him and he just doesn't care. <laughs> so <laughs> that, the claws for me make absolutely no sense. And I understand life is a resource and mm-hmm. he starts at 10, which is low, can go to 14. And but even at that point, when you're now spending three, four, depending on what it is you're looking to play, you're going to be eating a lot of damage. And randomly, there's going to be a lot of damage output coming in from the enemies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to drop myself going into their turn. And it's like, <laughs> oh, all right, I guess I'm dead now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm not a big fan of him. It's 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 yeah. also it's also probably not towards his play style. 
but but also like I feel like Wolverine would be it, it is is something towards gonna be gonna be more towards my play style. But I'm also of the opinion like I'm just like I'm like very cautiously. Yeah. I'm just being very cautious because I'm like I yeah. I look at the health total. I'm like ten, okay. And then uh, able to get it up to fourteen. All right. I mean, all all of those other cards that they printed recently of you know to to quote make Hulk better, right? Yeah. <laughs> About the right. the whole uh, yeah. Uh, you if your if your HP is fourteen yeah. printed HP costs, well those won't work with, with yep. Wolverine because it's not it's yep. not a printed HP cost of uh, or HP of fourteen. Yep. So I'm just like, there's just not a lot of life total to work with. Yeah. That's where I'm just like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't know how good it's gonna be. Like and there I, might yeah. be something who built there might be somebody who builds a really great Wolverine deck and breaks it. Yeah. Like, which usually happens, right? <laughs> I, I also don't like the fact that um, you know, I don't really want to manipulate my life total in terms of micromanaging it. Mm. Oh right? yeah. yeah. And yeah. I would also like to see more of a, a tanky damage dealer yeah. as well, mm -hmm. rather yeah. than manipulation of HP. Yeah. Yeah, you're gonna like Colossus then. Yeah. Oh yeah, Colossus oh, yeah. is phenomenal. <laughs> I can't wait. When we saw yeah. Colossus, we're like, that looks awesome. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Colossus, yes, looks please, I'll take that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, can 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 I have some more, please? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so 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 this this kind of leads me into um, my next question here. Um, yeah. But what what do you think the current state of Marvel Champions is? The current state as in like as of the game. Like do you do you think Marvel Champions as a game, as a whole, is in mm -hmm. a healthy place? I think so. I, I think it is. I think that we are starting to run into some issues with power creep and some of the new heroes. Mm -hmm. However, anytime someone brings that up and I'm just gonna set myself to spike it, um <laughs> <laughs> is it's a it's a cooperative game, so you can make it as hard or as easy as you want. So like some and of the it's new very heroes too. Yeah. It's very it's modular, so right? So modular, it's crazy. Like I, I can put together something that probably anything on the table cannot beat, right? Mm -hmm. And I can put together something that anything on the table can beat. And you can adjust your scale, but and, and figure that out and where you want to be playing and what realm you want to be playing in. Yeah. But we are seeing a lot of the newer heroes being better than I think some of the older heroes, and I think that is two things. One just the designers are understanding how to manipulate the mechanics a little bit or more. And with that and with an expanded card pool, right, mm -hmm. we are getting all of these heroes that can work well. And I'm sure that, you know, we're seeing Black Widow is phenomenal now, right? She was really good now, but she plays off of these preparation cards. So every time mm -hmm. a preparation card is printed, she gets she better. Gets better. Yep. And so it's not just a, like a, uh, a power creep in just the hero kits. I think we're also seeing that power creep in other um, like heroes as well. Mm -hmm. My, my concern at that point is like, how, what's the longevity of red skull or like, what's the longevity of some of the earlier villains and mm -hmm. like, are, are they just trying to, Nice. All right. Well, you were talking about the current state of Marvel Champions, and you were talking about power creep. <laughs> yeah, right before Zoom so rudely cut us off. Yeah, right. Uh, basically, basically, it all kind of boils down to I. the main thing that I'm concerned with Marvel Champions is how some of the earlier villains are going to hold up to the new expanded card pool. And I think that is an okay thing because we have we – have, 
people who are just buying the core set. We have people who are not buying all $600 worth of Marvel champions. And so we need villains and we need uh, like heroes that can take on those villains and feel very satisfying in that gameplay. And so all in all, I think that Marvel champions is in a very healthy place. Um, and if it power creeps, it power creeps. It's a competitive or it's a cooperative game, right? Yeah. So. And, and, and I'm, I, and I'm, I'm just like, like with card games in general, like you're, I feel like you're never going to get away from power creep <laughs> yeah. because no. like, especially if you're, if you're one of the designers from the get go, like it's something that like you just cannot help, mm-hmm. you know, because yeah. you're like you're. I mean, it it comes with creativity. Like you're mm-hmm. you're trying you're trying to be more creative, and then at the same time, like one of the byproducts is you know just getting stuff becoming more powerful. Yeah. Now that's not yeah. an excuse for like mm-hmm. some blatant <laughs> you know power creeps. You know, like uh, we we were just talking about like there's so I was I was talking about one of my commander decks for Magic right. Mm-hmm. And there, there's a card that I have in the, in the deck. It's called uh, Garrick's Uprising. I think it costs three total mana, two colorless and a green. <laughs> okay, and it, it one of the things on it is your creatures have trample. Trample is like overkill. Okay, mm-hmm. um, in in relation to Marvel Champions. Okay, but it also has a bunch of other things that happens. It's an enchantment when you play it. If you have a creature that has uh, power four or more, you get to draw a card. And then every time a creature comes into play that has power <laughs> four or more, you get to draw a card. Mm-hmm. Oh, there well, you go. there there was another card printed <laughs> years ago called Primal Rage. Okay, it costs one and a green, so just two mana. So for a thirty three percent discount. Okay. <laughs> You could play this card, and all it said on it is creatures you control have trample. That's yeah. it. <laughs> so, so it's like one mana. for one mana more, <laughs> I get all of these other things. <laughs> like I will yeah. take the better one. <laughs> like absolutely, play ball. yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Play ball. laughs> these redundancy, right? <laughs> so yeah, yeah, like power creep is just—it's something I feel like, especially in, in card games that have been around for a very long time. Mm-hmm. You just you're you're not gonna you can't get away from. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And that's also a challenge. Like it's a challenge as a designer to oh yeah uh, to be more creative. Mm-hmm. And like Marvel yeah. Champions like hasn't it, it's not there right because it hasn't been around that long. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's definitely still something that you just got you got as a designer you just got to watch out. You got to be careful for mm-hmm. for yeah. for sure. Um, okay. So you know we talked a little bit about like competitive games right and with LCGs. Mm-hmm. But the it sounds like the way that you do you mostly play LCGs solo. Yeah, so the majority of my plays are solo. Sometimes I'll stream with people. Okay. So if you ever want to stream together, let's do it. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> one one of the things that like when I first started playing uh, Marvel Champions, because um, I think I think Marvel Champions was one of the first LCGs that I started playing. Um, I can't remember if I played that first or Arkham Horror first, but mm. I remember the first time I played both of those games. And the first time I played Arkham Horror, my brother-in-law, who I played played with, was like, dude, have you ever played D&D? <laughs> <laughs> because like well, I'm, he has. Because I'm get I was I was totally getting into like the narrative and like the story. I just I thought that yeah. was so yeah, cool. Yeah. Like it's it's just I, I like I love card games and like I love I love these games that are like able to tell these stories mm. like through cards, right? Yeah. 
And so like it's I, I thought it was so cool, right? Um, but one of the things that like these LCGs do very well is like, you know, the cooperative aspect of playing with your friends and and then mm-hmm. and then more more than playing with your friends, but just cooperating with people at the table mm-hmm. and then like going through these different choices that you have to make, right? Yep. But one thing that they, they don't do a very good job at is being a competitive game. Do you think LCGs can be that? Do you think they can be competitive? Or do you think FFG just never even going to go that route? Because, I mean, I know they tried kind of with um, L5R, Legend of the Five Rings, yeah. a little bit. And also Game, game of, of Thrones, Thrones too. Yeah. yeah. Um, Netrunner. Yes. I mean, <laughs> do they, they don't even own, like, they can't do anything with Netrunner anymore, right? I don't think so, no. Yeah, and I that something that was something with the license, if I'm yeah. if I'm correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um Yeah, so so I mean, do you think we're ever gonna see another competitive um LCG from FFG? I I th- maybe. I, I think that TCGs work or CCGs work so much better in the competitive space mm-hmm. because what you'll get is you'll 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 end up with a Doctor Strange where everyone's running the same thing, right? <laughs> and and w- if meta. everyone has the, access the meta, to the, yeah, yeah it's, yeah, it's the meta game, right? And so there is a best hero, right? And I think that's why you see the longevity of the cooperative games being so much longer than that of the competitive games. Though, like Lord of the Rings was around for ten years, you could probably not do that, or it'd be very impressive if you could do that in a competitive sense. Whereas, like the TCG Magic and like the rolling windows and cards you're allowed to use and everything, I think just it makes a little bit more sense because it's not everyone has access to the entire card pool, and I think people just figure it out and can just kind of break the game pretty easily. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, uh, technically, uh, technically, I, I would I would argue that everyone has access to all the cards in, yeah. in TCGs and CCGs via, <laughs> via via secondary markets. And that's why I think. Do secondary- they, though? If you have yes. the money. Yeah, <laughs> right. if, 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 if you can pay for it. Right. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, that's secondary markets like that. But, but again, if, then we have to start talking about markets. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And like, yeah. But that's also what happens when you take away the ability to have a marketplace mm-hmm. like you do with an LCG. Yeah. Like what's going to happen? Like, And I think that's also why you have people who are strictly into these games for the financial gain, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Because they're like, there is there is a marketplace for these cards. Yep. Like I might as well do so, – like try and make some money, you know? Like, And, and regardless of what you think of – and because I know there's plenty of people who just despise card games because <laughs> of there's markets. Mm. It's yeah. like, but the thing is, like, it's one of my favorite parts. No, right? Like, <laughs> I think you're you're never gonna get away from it. Like in life, where are you ever? Where are you gonna be? You have the ability to just get away and just pretend that mm. there are there's no marketplace. Yeah. Right. So right. yeah, and, and again, and and that's not. And I'm not trying to. And I'm not trying to diminish. <laughs> people's you know opinions or feelings on it because you know that's not what i'm trying to do at all (laughs) so um but it's just like for us it's just it's something that we we kind of enjoy as well um so that that being said is is there a card game that you despise is there a card game that i despise yeah Ooh. Uh, probably not off the top of my head. He's never played Yu-Gi-Oh. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Even Yu-Gi-Oh players are like, I hate this game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. I, okay, so I haven't played a game that I've despised. How about that? No, no that's, uh, that's, okay. fair. that's fair. That's very fair. Now, okay, so talk, talk talking about that, like I see Aeon's End behind you, okay? Yeah. Do you like Aeon's End? I do. So I've I've only played it about five times, though. So okay. My okay. my knowledge is very limited. I picked this copy up at Origins this year. So. Oh, okay. Okay. What what do you like about the game? So I one I like deck building. Okay. I, and I I like the cooperative nature. I do enjoy cooperative games. I think I mean my favorite game is Spirit Island, and I mm-hmm. like that because of how well like two players and really at two players. Um, if you have a group that is very you know communicative and understands the game i think it can work with higher players but really at two players a lot of these games really thrive when you understand where you can help the other players Mm -hmm. and aeon's end is is just really does that really well especially in this box i can't i can't point to it (laughs) (laughs) especially in this box uh so this is this is just the box that i picked up but already they have i think they're called mages in aeon's end Mm -hmm. that like play off of each other just so well and that's just so much fun for me so okay so this kind of leads me to to a a good question i think um and there and the thing is like the funny thing is like there's no right or wrong answer to these questions either but is aeon's end a card game or a board game how would you classify it i i classify deck builders as board games oh you do okay yeah like (laughs) so 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 like, okay. so, so, so what would you, how would you classify a card game then? Like what makes I, a card game a card game and what makes a board game a board game? I, I, I think a card game is kind of, it has that meta experience. Okay. And I assume Aeon's End does that at some level, but card games, I think of, there's a lot more thought and energy that goes into what you bring to the table. Okay. Okay. So, so, so correct me if I'm wrong, but what it sounds like you're saying is if there is that metagame inherent to the game somehow, that that would be classified as a card game then? Yeah. More or less? Okay. okay. Yeah, more or less. And, and again, I mean, like, again, then you can get into like minis games, sure. which has that Poker's same thing. But that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nope, it's not. Heard it here first, game. boys. It's a chip game. <laughs> but, and, but Nelson, like, I, I, and that's why I like having these conversations because mm, yeah. there is no set defined <laughs> yeah. what is a card game and what's a board game. Yeah. Like, right. I just think you're wrong. But, yeah. Right. yeah, no, and that's fair. <laughs> I, I think you're wrong. So. <laughs> But and and that's why like I just I think I think it's interesting and fascinating. Like so, have you played? Have you played Villainous? Marvel Villainous, Disney yeah. Villainous. Okay. Yeah. Is 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 Marvel and or Disney Villainous? Is that a card game or is that a board game? That's a board game. Okay. So based on what you your statement about meta meta games and meta experiences, oh man, then, the competitive community is gonna hate you, dude. There, there, there's <laughs> a very competitive mad. community like around Disney Villainous. Yeah. And like. We've, we've, like, we don't, we, like, I, I would classify, (laughs) I would classify Disney Villainous as a card game. Okay. Okay. Um, however, we would, we've also said, like, I don't think it's a very, what, what, what did we say? (laughs) It's a casual game. We think it's It's a a casual game. We think it's a casual game. We think it's a casual game. Okay. (laughs) 
but but there definitely is that meta, yeah. you know, of yeah. it within that competitive. Some characters are way better than yeah. others. Yeah, yeah. So and so that's why I'm just like, man, what makes a card game a card game? Yeah. Like it's it's something <laughs> that like I'm. It's a question that I have been wrestling with, and I am struggling to answer because <laughs> there's there is no set answer, yeah. and it's not like there has to be one either because yeah. it you know it's just it's just something. It's a question <laughs> that I think is interesting. Yeah. And um, I don't think it's I don't think it's ever going to be answered. I was gonna say, what did we kind of come up with? It's like what, if know, cards dude. are used as the primary source of figuring out mm, exactly yeah, like, how the yeah. game is mm-hmm. or is telling you exactly the route to be taking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, something so, along so, those lines. Something along those lines. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but but it's in been any a while case, since yeah, we're yeah, yeah, <laughs> it has been a while. So like, I mean, Arkham Horror is Arkham Horror a card game? The like, I mean, the, 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 the card game, <laughs> Arkham Horror, the card game. Because there are multiple games. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, Arkham Horror. Let's see if I can get it right this time. This one. There you go. Yeah. yeah there we go. Got it. Uh, yeah. I, I would say that's a card game. Okay. It's in okay. the title. It, well, right. It is. It is right. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's it, it's it's mm-hmm. a question and a conversation that I don't yeah. think has ever gone away. And then. And you know what? It's 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 a it's it. I think it's always going to be a fun and interesting conversation to have with people, mm-hmm. um, just yeah. to get different takes. Because I don't think anyone's going to have the same answer, yeah. and nobody's going to have the same answer. Um, <laughs> but but in but in in any case, um, no, yeah, that, that, that's great. So okay, um, your favorite hero is Quicksilver. Yes. Yep. Okay, that's correct. When, but when's the last time you val- you reevaluated that? Uh ooh, um, I put out the video a couple months ago. <laughs> <laughs> okay. and, and so the reason I say that is I do think that Ghost Spider has a really good, it is in the running for my favorite hero. So okay. Ghost Spider out of the Sinister Motives box okay. is an excellent protection mm-hmm. hero. And she does just incredible things. She's able, she, you know, she has that readying ability. She's an incredible solo mm-hmm. and she works in not as many aspects as well as Quicksilver does, mm-hmm. but she works in green so very well, and mm-hmm. so I think, I think she has a, a really good uh, shot at the title. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. Out of out of all the characters, who would you say is best in red? For some guy, maybe trying to expand his horizon in terms of uh, characters. So my favorite. My second favorite character, Rocket, I think is best in red. Ooh, Rocket. 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 Yeah. yeah. And you, if you build them for killing minions and you go for like this overkill build. Uh, makes sense. Yeah. And you like yeah. overkill. I do. I you love do, overkill. You love overkill. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. You go, you go like looking for trouble, you pull the minion and then you kill it. It's a lot mm, of fun. <laughs> okay. So, so Nelson, I mean, you know, listen, listening, you talk, listening to you talk about a lot of these living card games it, it really sounds like you enjoy the uh, theory crafting very much aspect yeah. yeah so um do we need we need to get this guy to play some commander <laughs> <laughs> no damn we can't let him go down that rabbit hole no, we no, can't pull no. him out <laughs> What I'm saying is, we just need to have, we just need to give him a deck and just say, all right, here, play this deck. Try this. A pre <laughs> this. A pre yeah. Which just, there are a lot of great The first, the, really lot, lot the first sample is free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so um, I went to a Magic Fest. The first Magic Fest I went to, I was talking to an artist. I was getting him to sign like a card or something. Mm-hmm. And I was telling him, like, I'm you know, recently new into the game. And he's like, I'm sorry. But <laughs> Kish, like, your wallet's going to hate you. <laughs> He yep. wasn't wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
But in, in any case, um, but like, again, the whole theory crafting thing, like that's just, that's one of the best things about card games in general. Right. Yeah. And that's, and that's why I like playing constructed formats. Right. Because like I get to build my deck before. Okay. Mm-hmm. But also deck builders too, because like I'm getting that experience of theory crafting in the moment yes. as I am playing that game. So, yeah. uh, so, so you've talked about Marvel legendary, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, what what other what are some other deck builders that you've played and had a lot of fun with? Ooh, uh, Great Western Trail is a good one. I really like um, Dominion. I mean, you got to go solid yeah. Dominion. Ascension is pretty good. It's not probably not my favorite, but it's the you know it's the OG river system. So you got to you got to go with that. Star Realms is amazing. I really enjoy Star Realms. Yeah. Yep. The I mean there are just so many of them out there, there and are, but I would probably say Dominion. If if I had to pick one, that would be probably my favorite is Dominion, okay. just because of the modularity and just like the clean how how clean it is, mm-hmm. how core deck building it is. I love just being like, oh, I really like these specific cards, cards yeah. so I'm just going to <laughs> now <laughs> utilize those in the in the buying piles. Yeah. Yep, yep, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's a lot of fun. Um, have you played Have you played DC the DC deck builder? I have, yeah. Okay. I was not a huge fan of that one. No, okay, okay. Yeah. Again, we think you're wrong, but no, yeah, no, and that's fair. <laughs> no, I, I think he's okay. I think yeah. that's an okay opinion. No. <laughs> <I'm> kidding. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm slowly rising up in Jim's rankings again. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah, this guy's all right. <laughs> I just have to say the right things just to make sure that everyone's happy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. Makes right. Sense. Right. Um, okay. So, so like I've never played Great Western Trail, but that, so that is a deck builder? It, it has deck building elements in it. Yeah. It does. Okay. Mm. So it, it's, it's kind of like a rondelle uh, worker placement, but you are building a deck because every time you reach the end of the trail and circle back, then mm-hmm. it's basically you, whatever cards in your hand is what you cash in on. And so you're working to build your deck so that you can either have those cards to cash in on at the end or like throughout the stops that you're making and the stops do expand throughout the game. Then this one's going to require a, a a green two. And if you do that, then you get an additional bonus. And so you're kind of building your deck to capitalize on the stops as well as cash in big once you hit the end. Okay. Now, how much have you played of uh, Lord of the Rings? Lord of the Rings, the card game? The card game, yes. So today I just finished the second scenario in the second Hobbit box. And so I played through the first Mm. uh, series, so the core, and then the six Mirkwood packs after that, the Dwarf cycle. And then after Dwarf I did the first Hobbit box, and I'm in the middle of the second Hobbit box. So you played there a lot. (laughs) Yeah. So it was, today was my, it was the 23rd quest is what I completed today. Yeah. Okay. okay. Do you have a favorite um, color, basically? Ooh. Um, I think my f- my favorite color is probably green, okay. but I don't think that you can run... Right now with my card pool, I don't think I could run without blue. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. this is for solo play, I'm assuming? So, like, yeah, all yeah, of yeah. these all for solo? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Do you have a favorite... Do uh, you have a favorite hero? I mean, there's a, favorite, a lot. There's a lot in Lord of the Rings. There are a lot, mm-hmm. and I am playing progression style, so I only am using cards up to the release of that oh. scenario okay. of that okay. quest. Cool. And so my card pool is, you know, this big. When mm-hmm. in reality, the entire thing is yeah, this yeah. this yeah. large. Yeah. So my favorite hero right now, I I would have to say Elrond. Okay. Okay. So Elrond's good. 
Yeah. Yep. Elrond and Vilia. The Ooh. combination there of being able to play the top card of your deck for free and then just manipulating what the top card of your deck mm. is. I just okay. really enjoy that that gameplay. Yeah, that that, that that's answered a, my question. That, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's always a powerful thing to do. Yeah, in yeah. in general. So yeah, yeah, that's great. Um, okay, <clears throat> so so we uh, we're, we're gonna move on to uh, one of our uh, one of our favorite uh, segments of the podcast entitled the card of the week. Yes, card of the, card week. Of the week. And uh, Nelson was so kind was kind enough to um, give us this week's card of the week. Uh, so Nelson. Um, why don't you tell everybody what the card of the week is? And then I want, I, I want you to kind of give, give us, give us a good story back sort of why you, uh, why you picked today's card. Yep. So the card of the week this week is friction resistance from Quicksilver's kit. So this is a one of card in his kit. It costs three, I believe. May cost, mm-hmm. I don't, yeah, yep. it costs three. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It costs three and you can exhaust it to generate a mental or a physical resource. But the cool thing is, is whenever you ready Quicksilver, you get to ready this card as well. And so since Quicksilver gets that free ready, then this gets ready. And then you build your deck around readying Quicksilver and then you just have unlimited money. And it's, it's a lot of fun. Have so, you gone off with unlimited uh, resources? The 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 best strategy that I've seen is running this in red and aggression with Yarmjorn. Sign me up. Which is which is spend a physical resource after you attack to deal two damage to an enemy. Oh. So you just you just combo them. You just combo them, and you just throw damage everywhere, and it it's so much fun. Now, <laughs> okay. So much fun. Now, what what was the card name? That that uh, you, you combo I, with? I'm sure I'm not pronouncing it right. Yarmjorn, which is the uh, the hammer. Oh, oh, no, 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 the, no uh, the axe. It's the, the axe. Hammer. Oh. It's, it's the yeah. axe. Yeah. Yeah, which is a red card. It's a one cost uh, red upgrade. Stormbreaker. <laughs> it's bas- it's basically Stormbreaker. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> Um, and of course, I I can't I don't know how to spell it. J a r n that should get you close. <laughs> yeah. Jay. I'll find it. Yeah, we're, we're going to. There it is. We yeah. got it. We got it. Okay. The reason I couldn't spell it was is because it is spelled J-A-R-N-B-J-O-R-N. Yeah. <laughs> so Yarn is, 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 is yeah. probably how it's supposed to be pronounced. Okay. <laughs> so it's a one cost upgrade. It's an Asgard mm-hmm. weapon. It has restricted. Okay. And then says, response, after your hero attacks an enemy, spend a physical resource, deal two damage to an enemy. Yes. Yep. So, okay. So after your hero attacks, so Quicksilver attacks, mm-hmm. okay? And then after Quicksilver attacks is when he untaps, basically, correct? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So he untaps, and then you untap uh, Friction Resistance. So then you have Yarnborn, Yarnbjorn in play. After hero attacks an enemy, okay, so now you spend that, oh, you tap friction resistance to Mm -hmm. generate that physical resource Mm -hmm. to deal two damage to an enemy, and then what? Because now, so now, oh, no, no, because, oh, you just keep attacking. Yeah. You just have infinite attacks. Oh. Well, so you can only ready once per round. Oh, that's dumb. But <laughs> but <laughs> that's right. But he has cards in his kit called Always Be Running, which will ready Quicksilver, which readies yeah. uh, friction resistance. And Yarmjorn, Yarmjorn, you do not have to Yarmjorn. exhaust. Yeah, you don't have. Yeah, you don't Sign have the. Up. You can also trigger that. That's after he attacks. So that could be a basic or an attack event. Mm-hmm. So yeah. 
If you are running in red, you run his, I don't remember what his upgrade is, but he has an upgrade that gives him plus one attack. And then you have combat training. So right yeah, there, he's swinging yeah, for three. Yarm Yarn goes for five. <laughs> Stand up, do it again. You're on just your attacks with no cards out of your hand. You're swinging for 10. Jim is sitting here like, Dan, I want to freaking try this right now. Well, we will be recording a, an episode of Marvel Champions right after this. It's a ton of fun. It's so much fun. But yeah, that, that combo was was just uh, so satisfying to pull that off. Is, that, that is sick. Yeah. I that, don't even need to play Rocket. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. I guess I'll still play Rocket. Yeah. That does yeah. seem like a lot of fun. Yeah. But I, so it sounds like it sounds like the crazy shenanigans that I was pulling with a Nova. Oh man, dude, oh. that Nova stuff was nuts, <laughs> man! Holy cow! Uh, play this card and then draw my whole deck. Yeah, yep. Hey. Yeah. And yep. then not to mention you kill every single every Ultron minion, minion that's yeah. out there. You're like, oh, attack, restand, get back my helmet, do this stuff, draw a card. We're gonna kill another one. Restand, get this helmet back. Play another card. We're gonna draw because we. I just killed the thing. I'm like, Jim, at that point, you just go play a different game. Yeah. Well, I'm just going to log off. Because basically, I'm like, all right, Jim, it's your turn. Well, I can't do anything now because you killed everything. Can't yeah. you leave one for me? Yeah, that, that was the thing. I was playing uh, Ironheart. Yeah. And yep. like I needed to kill things to get my counters. I'm just like, I got no I'm like, Dan, I'm gonna need you to let me kill something. <laughs> Literally the the things that he said. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. yeah. So but friction resistance is just I I remember I remember when they spoiled um uh, Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. Okay, mm -hmm. like yeah. I re I remember the 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 silhouettes that they were doing, the videos that I was watching. I'm just mm -hmm. like, when I saw Quicksilver, I'm like, this is so cool. <laughs> just the constant tap, untap, tap, untap. I don't care if you if we're not supposed to say tap or untap. I'm going to say it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Sorry, I say restand. Okay? I know. I, I don't know. say ready. I know. <laughs> restand my my creature. My guy. Yeah. My guy. Yeah. 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 My I always commander. say stand up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but friction yeah, resistance is so because it's 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 an upgrade. It's always on board mm -hmm. as soon as you play it. It it's, yep. it seems like to me you want to get friction resistance out as soon as you possibly can. Yep, and that's the downside of Quicksilver, right? Is if it's on the bottom of your deck and your deck revolves around that, it can be a completely different game if you draw it in that opening hand or if that last hand. Right, I, but so I, that, I I also feel like. It's not necessarily a downfall of Marvel Champions, but just it. And I don't think it's, it's Marvel Champion game. specific. <laughs> no, right, right. Yeah. Like that's why that's why I'm saying like I don't think it's Marvel Champion specific. Yeah. I think it's more based around your hero that you're playing yeah. and the deck you're building. Like mm -hmm. you got you got to keep that stuff in mind. Yeah. Like I think I think what they need more of in the game, tutors. Like oh, I, yeah. think, yep. I think they I think they need more tutors. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. and not and not just tutors. I, I don't want to see tutors printed on hero specific cards. Mm -hmm. I want to mm -hmm. see generic tutors that can go in any deck. Yep. Right now yeah. th that, but again, we talked about power creep, right? Mm -hmm. Like that's definitely one of those things to where like that, yep. that that's way up there for, <laughs> for sure. Absolutely. Yep. But yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. I think it's needed or they're, I don't even know because it's like in Pokemon, <laughs> you tend to just draw a lot of cards. Yeah, right. And in Yu-Gi-Oh, it's I go search for specific cards yeah, a lot yeah, of the time. Yeah, yeah. And in, in Magic, it's a bit of both. It is, for mm -hmm. sure. Well, so, Nelson, do you, what's your opinion on tutors? Do you have one? Have you ever thought about tutors in Marvel Champions? 
Yeah, and, and I mean there are some, but they're not mm-hmm. here. We don't. I don't think we have any hero specific tutors outside of a hero kit, right? right? So like with SPDR, we have a lot of tutors, which I think really worked well with her. So like all systems go is a card that allows you to go find an interface upgrade, or you can ready mm-hmm. each interface upgrade. So once you have uh, them I on love the that table, card, by the way, that's such a it's good amazing. Card. It's so great, and <laughs> so it's a well designed card. Yeah, and like I, I like that. But we have uh, plan of attack. I'm sorry. Ironheart also has a yeah. uh, it, but that one's specific, and you also get a toughness token. And uh, yeah, it's uh, what's the other one? Ready? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it has like three yeah, different things like it can do on it, and depending something. on yeah. depending on what level you are, <clears throat> mm-hmm. then yeah. it's just like, all right, now I get all three of these. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, we we have like plan of attack, which is a semi tutor card where I think in yeah. hero form you can search the top four cards or in. Mm-hmm. Alter Ego is the top seven. Mm-hmm. It'd be nice to have that for like a hero specific card or something. I'm sure that they can figure out a better way to say it than I can. But there are a couple of heroes that it really stinks if you don't draw that that critical yep. card yeah. to set up. Yep, absolutely. Um, do you think Friction Resistance is the best card in uh, Quicksilver's kit? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It, it's it, it's it's definitely it's one that's hard to beat. Yeah, I I I when I was doing my my analysis of Quicksilver, I said it's probably one of the best cards in the game. Yeah, yeah, that's def def definitely. I I, <laughs> I I can't I can't say anything yeah. against it for sure because yeah. it's such a yeah. good card. So <clears throat> a lot of fun. So, yeah. All right. Well, that that is this week's card of the week. Um, Nelson, thank you so much for for picking that card. Um, that I, we're, Jim's gonna play Quicksilver now. <laughs> Yeah, I have to. Good. Have to. I'm looking forward to the video. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, so Nelson, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, Nelson, why don't you tell tell everybody where can, where where can they find your content on the internet? Yep. So if you, so I do a lot of stuff. If you look at Nelson all over, that has everything. But if you're looking at this, you probably are looking for card games. That's the Living Card Gamer on Twitch or YouTube. That has all the content. I do live streams uh, three to four times a week for the different card games. And then all the VODs are put on YouTube after the fact. So if the time doesn't work for you, don't worry. You can find it later. And then I do analysis and different videos and talk about living card games. I I really like card games, but that's where you can find me. All right, and then we will be sure to link all of Nelson's content down below in the video description if you're watching on YouTube um, or if you're listening to the podcast, check those uh, check those show notes. We will have all of uh, Nelson's information linked down below for you all. All right, so that's all we got for uh, Nelson. Uh, Nelson, thanks thanks so much, and we look forward we look forward to having you on the podcast again in the future, my friend. Thank you yeah. so much. Well, thank you so much for having me. It was an absolute blast. Awesome. Thanks, Nelson. Thank you. All right, thank you so much, Nelson. Jim, that was a, that was a lot of fun, man. Yeah, it was. It that was, was so so. One of my <laughs> one of my favorite things about that conversation was when we were talking about you know being a card gamer or a board gamer, yeah. and just that like that 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 frame of reference and like that frame of mind. Like I just found it very interesting that mm-hmm. you know he classifies himself as a board gamer, but like we're, we're talking all about Marvel Champions and, yeah. and about these living card games, yep. and it's like, well, no, I would actually consider myself a board gamer. Mm-hmm. Well, once we found out. 
what he considers to be card <laughs> games, it makes sense. <laughs> but you know what? Though at the end of the day, you know, and and this is a hill I'm going to die on. At the end of the day, we're all tabletop players. Yeah, like we're all tabletop players, man. You know, whether that be board games, whether that be card games, whether that be role playing games, mm-hmm. we all enjoy having these experiences around the table with our friends and our family. And you know what? And and that and that at the end of the day, that is what matters. Um, so I had, I had such a blast talking with Nelson and I guys, I hope you enjoyed that conversation as well. And before we get out of here, Jim, where can people find you on the internet? Yeah. You guys can find me on Twitch, Twitter, and Instagram at Jim Morgan, H and H. And you know what? I'm sorry, but you can probably hear our dog, my dog <laughs> screaming in the background. So if you can, I am sorry about that. But you know what? You can find me on Instagram at underscore DJ Campbell. Uh, actually, that's Twitter at underscore DJ Campbell. Instagram is Daniel.G.Campbell. If you head over to our website, www.hobbiesandhappiness.com, you can find links to all of our social platforms there. Again, that's hobbies, uh, www.hobbiesandhappiness.com. Find links to all of our social platforms there as well as uh, YouTube, Facebook, everything you can find right there. So, that's all we got for you this week. Um, next week, not sure what we're going to do next week, but regardless, it's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> so <laughs> thanks, everybody, for being here, and we will catch you in the next episode. See you, everybody. Take care. Um,